Ludwig Sienitz, the founder of our company, left us with a mission. To focus on people, their learning and growing. In the Mindtastic podcast, we want to explore what learning and growing means at TGW Logistics Group. And since we believe that everyone is naturally curious and wants to learn from others, we are here to support that journey. The show is hosted by Tina, your average, curious, passionate TGW employee. That's me. Hi, everyone. Listen to the trailer if you're new to the show and want to know what to expect. Or join Tina on her journey of lifelong learning, because curiosity never stops. And neither do we. Okay, so this is exciting. It's the first episode of the Mindtastic podcast. We're on. If you listened to our trailer, you already know why we at Mindtastic think it's important to learn from each other. I use this podcast to learn more about my colleagues' jobs. And you, you can come along and learn with us. Understanding what colleagues work on matters Because it explains how departments contribute to our business, it might trigger opportunities for collaboration or innovation. And, at least for me, it's part of a strong knowledge-sharing culture. Okay, let's get this going. I promised you, you get to meet TGW colleagues here. So let me introduce you to Sabine and Marcel. Hi, you two. Hi, Tina. Hi, Tina. It's so good having you. I'm so happy you two are with me today because I know you both as open, interesting and really nice people, which makes it easier to talk to you both today since this is the first recording of a podcast we are all doing. And I appreciate the chance to do that with you. How do you feel about being the first guests ever on this show? <laughs> well, Tina, thanks for the compliments. In fact, I'm a little excited And uh, really happy to be here, not only because I know that it's a great experience and it will be a fun time with you guys, but also because I know it can be part of huge interest for potential um, applicants, for example. How about you, Marcel? Same goes for me, uh, Sabine and Tina. It's uh, very, I'm very excited to be here and, uh, and, and kick off this new initiative. And I, uh, I agree. With uh, Sabine, I think this could also be a, a very good uh, medium uh, to use for us to uh, explore new candidates. So Sabine already gave us a hint what her job might be because she said applicants. So what is it that you really do? Well, I would say I'm focusing on supporting our hiring managers and finding the perfect matches for their teams, but also on the other hand side, helping applicants to get to know TTW, their potential new jobs and their colleagues. Is that how you would explain it too, Marcel? Yeah, and, and, and I think uh, to, to add to that, uh, um, while typically recruitment doesn't like to show off on our key role, we play in any company, uh, it's no secret that it's exactly where the magic starts for any new employee. Um, our role is very diverse. We are the business card, the outside face of the organization for anyone looking to join TDW and to those who did not yet know they were looking to join. So I think we make it happen. I like that description. We are the people <laughs> who make it happen. <laughs> is that how you explain your job at a party too? Definitely. In my case, plus I would ask the people what their skills are and their interests, and I would immediately try to excite them for TGW, <laughs> to be honest. 
Yeah, I think that goes for me as well. I think, I mean, for me, I could talk for hours about uh, our profession. Uh, and also because, as I said before, it's, it's so diverse. Um, There's so many topics uh, which we cover in our work uh, on a daily basis. What would you say are topics you cover every day? What makes it so diverse? Well, I think... Um, People uh, think we normally, of course, we do the searching, the sourcing and find the right candidates. But there's so much more. We are into meetings with hiring managers. We are responsible for the pre-boarding. Um, yeah, and we, we have a main responsibility in, in building relationships with people uh, and, and people in general, uh, uh, you know, new candidates, but also building relationships with hiring managers. So I think still... As I'm doing this for 17 years now, no day is the same. Wow, did you just say you're doing that for 17 years already? <laughs> yes, yes. Thinking of that, that's a long time, yeah. How about you, Sabine? Well, um, I'm focusing on HR for the last six years. Um, did it like kind of aside in my uh, former job. So yeah, well, but uh, I found my big job love, I guess. Ooh, that's really nice. Um, you said every day could look very different. I'm wondering, is there a typical day in a recruiter's life and what would it look like? Well, in my case, it's a very good mix between selection of applicants, job interviews, exchanging with hiring departments and taking care about implement relations. And on top, as job enrichment, of course, everyone is taking care about job fairs, bigger and smaller HR relevant projects and the optimization of processes. So a really, really good mix. I can't remember a boring day the last year since I'm doing it. So if the days are so different and you do so many different things, I assume that people don't really know what you're up to every day. Is there... A question, for example, you get about your job that you don't really like much because you feel like people don't really know what you're doing apart from talking to people and questioning them about why they should come to the company or not? That's an interesting one, uh, uh, I think, Tina, because, I, and this happened, this didn't happen with TGW, to be honest, um, but um One of the questions I used to get from some hiring managers is just, could you please make sure we have three good candidates in three days? And then looking at this market, I, I always say we're not magicians, you know, we don't do hocus pocus and, and, and show three good candidates from a hat, you know, it's, 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 there's more to that. And, uh, but again, this never happened at TTW. Uh, but it is, I mean, a question with one might be a little bit, you think about, mm, you know, you don't want that question. And I get why, because it implies like you have this portfolio of people at any time that you can just deliver to yeah. other people. And I feel like it doesn't recognize how much your job is about building relations in a very, very short time. Would you say that's a right assumption for me? Yeah, I think I think that's absolutely true. It's 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 not always very transparent what we are doing, the calls we are doing, the meetings we are doing. Uh, to build that, that strong relationship uh, with the person. Is there a common stereotype about your work, would you say, that you hear a lot? In my case, absolutely. Ages ago, the only reason to have to meet the HR department has been to go and get your papers in terms of you're fired. 
Fortunately, it's ages ago. Nowadays, we're usually accompanying our employees from their application until they're probably leaving TGW, ideally into retirement. On top of that, I sometimes hear that I'm getting paid for having a chat. Well, sometimes good conversations with applicants feel like kind of a chat. So I can't tell that there is no truth in it at all. I think that's, uh, that's also interesting is that probably people think we always, you know, just talk to all day and, you know, have conversations. And, and that's actually true, of course, but we definitely need to because networking is also an important part of our business. And especially in this current market, um, yeah, having that natural curiosity in people is key for every good recruiter, I guess. So you would say there is some truth in the stereotypes, but for the right reasons. Yes, definitely. I hope so. <laughs> and I mean, I know you both now and I feel like it is easy to talk to you both. And that that's what makes it enjoyable working with you, that you focus on the people, listen to them. And I think that is very important for your job. Okay, so some another thing I want to know What excites you about your job? Uh, well, I guess for me, there's never a dull moment and it changes every time. I mean, um, uh, you, have, you have trending topics at the moment, of course, about diversity and inclusion, um, but also the world is changing rapidly. For instance, uh, what can we do with chat GPT nowadays? You know, it's a hot topic about AI. You know, what, what, is, what is the use for us as a recruiter? Can we use it? How do we use it? So, um, yeah, for me, that's it. Never a dull moment. And for you? Yeah, definitely. I would sign that. Well, what makes it really, really good to work at TGW in that case is that we are open-minded, that we have the chance to be curious and try new things. So I really love that. Do you ever get tired of meeting so many new people and putting that much energy into knowing them, getting to know them, making them feel welcome and comfortable. I mean, that is tough work to do, even though it's enjoyable work. So I wonder, do you ever get tired? <laughs> For me, I can honestly say no. Uh, and if you are, you're not in the right job, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I guess that's one of the most interesting parts in our job, to get to know um, new people, to get to know their, uh, their lives, their personality, their skills. Um, that's why I'm in this business. Okay, so far we talked about so many positive sides of your job, of being a recruiter, but there must be something you find a bit more challenging or you don't like as much as other parts of your jobs. What would that be? In my case, it's definitely negative replies on applications because we all know the applicants spend so much time and effort. Um, sometimes it's a head-to-head -head race uh, between the applicants and you can feel that the people are really, really disappointed. Uh, this sometimes is really hard and um, yeah, makes it not so much fun, but we try to help by giving honest and constructive feedback and tips and uh, yeah, Sometimes uh, we have to give a negative reply and maybe it fits some weeks or months later in another job way better and we found the perfect match then. 
And I was going to say exactly the same, Sabine. So that's, uh, <laughs> um, and, and my experience is I even had situations where candidates thanked me afterwards for the honest and constructive feedback, you know, even though you rejected them. So, but it is one of the downsides of our job. Uh, that's true. I have to put one more thing on it, but that's a really personal thing. I'm not very good in administration work, so <laughs> probably <laughs> it's just the passion missing with it. But yeah, that's a personal thing. <laughs> yeah, every job has some tasks that you like more or that are more challenging to you. I think that is just how it is. Mm. Did you ever consider choosing a different career path? I mean, Sabine, you said before that you tried Or you dabbled in HR for a bit, a bit of a longer time, but then you decided to become a recruiter. Um, so it seems like you experienced different jobs too. Yes, definitely. Um, I experienced different jobs, but um, as I just told before, I really found my big love with HR. Um, I felt it like in the first minute that I, I got um, HR activities to do in my former job as assistant to the general management. So, um, yeah, well, I'm so happy. And the last six years, to be honest, I didn't think to move into another job. Yeah. And for me, the same, to be honest. Um, I think, yeah, in the past, probably I did. I studied law, uh, for instance, and for some reason I got to work in recruitment. I never left it. Um, I've been in several roles uh, within recruitment. Uh, I manage large large teams, but I still like the operational part of recruitment very much. So, um, yeah, for me, um, it still is the, the the perfect job. I wonder if we were going back in time and I were to ask you at like 20 years old, if you would ever go into recruiting, what do you think your 20-year-old self would have replied I, to be honest, from my side, I wouldn't. I think I wouldn't think about that. On the other hand, looking at my personality then, I was also very into people, uh, you know, meeting people. So kind of fits, you know, afterwards. But yeah. Well, at that time, as I just told, uh, HR has been pretty different in the most companies here, and therefore I wouldn't have wanted to do that job. If the job would have looked like as it does today, I guess um, I would have left it because, um, yeah, getting to know people is something I love in my private life too. Um, supporting people, um, definitely. So, yeah, today I would. 20 years ago, how HR worked then, I probably would not. That's such an interesting point, how jobs, of course, change uh, over the course of time and how different things become more important or skills what would you say is a skill or a few skills people need today to be a recruiter to enjoy it as much as you two do i think the one of the mo most important skill is the art of listening but also negotiation skills influencing skills and of course good communication skills those are very very important as well yeah well i would put on top empathy persistence Plus, very important is also accuracy because I get the worst thing that can happen is that you do not reply or that you miss deadlines. Um, you have to be pretty fast today. So I guess, yeah, that's what I wanted to add on. True. Uh, a recruiter should be well organized. That's a, that's a really good point too. So 
from what you told me, and I think this is obvious anyway, you have a job that is really essential for any company. Everybody needs recruiters. You need people looking for other people that want to work at your company. Why are you doing it for TGW, an interlogistics specialist? For me, yeah, I've been always in technical companies, recruiting in technical companies. And uh, for me, it's, it's TTW, is, it's a dynamic company. And there's always new techno technical developments, which I personally find very interesting. Um, also, we have a diversity of population, which interests me. You know, we have, we have technicians, but also people from sea level. Uh, and not to forget the international element of TGW. Yeah, in my case, when looking for a new employee three years ago, I had no idea who TGW is, to be honest. Um, I knew it exists and it has something to do with logistics, but that was pretty much it. So I tried to find out as much as I could and I immediately have been excited for two main reasons. First of all, that we are owned by the TGW Future Private Foundation with all the main advantages. I love that everyone is responsible, that we're doing good business here, and that we act result-driven. But besides that, we do not forget that there is social responsibility too, and that respect, appreciation, trust, and freedom from fear are essential for us employees. And second, I have to uh, just confirm, Marcel, um, I recognize that this is a very future-proof branch and that the company offers for me as a non-technician Stunning high-technology solutions for very well-known customers. I couldn't stop watching the videos, to be honest, and I was fascinated about the technology because I had no idea of it at all. That's so cool. I think those were pretty cool points you mentioned about why to work at TGW. And for me, the social engagement too is really interesting because it makes TGW really unique in being a technical driven company but then again also looking at the people working there and having a strong commitment about that anything else you want people to know about your profession well in my case i'm really looking forward to what the future will bring there's so much going on in the labor market and also with the economy I think that we will have to be even more dynamic, adaptable, curious and open-minded in, in HR. And I guess that's something that people do not recognize with our job. Yeah, it's, I think um, in the end, everyone has intrinsic and extrinsic motivations uh, to do your job. And my personally, my main intrinsic motivation is after someone has started, they come up to you and say, thank you for this amazing opportunity in this company. And I think that's priceless. You know, you can't, Uh, despite all the good things we have, the dual employee participation plan, you know, a good salary and all those other benefits, you know, this is just priceless when somebody says this to you. And uh, I think that's not always visible uh, for others other than the person who joined us and, and the recruiter. But I can tell you it goes both ways because I have been recruited for TGW at some point and I worked with Sabine. She has been my recruiter and it's so cool that now we're having this conversation and we're all working for TGW. And yes, that's how I felt. I When I saw Sabine for the first time after I started at TGW, I was so happy to see her because she's the person who represents all that process. And Sabine, you talked about that before too. You said they 
applicants put so much effort into it and you're nervous and you hope you're good enough to be hired for the job and to be able to convince people. And then you feel such gratitude if it works out and people recognize the potential in you. And that's, and then you look at that person of a recruiter and you're like, this is the person who saw potential in me. So that's a really nice feeling, I feel like. I can confirm what Marcel said, and I guess it's just proven right away because um, being here with you today, Tina, is like makes me really, really happy that you and we did uh, the right decision and um, we're so happy to have you and I'm so happy to have you as a colleague too. And I guess that's one of the best points Marcel said. Um, that moments, um, yeah, they're just priceless. Such a good feeling of gratitude to end yeah. this conversation. Well, we're not at the end end, but we're gonna finish off with some rapid fire questions here. Are you ready? Yes. yes. Perfect. So, Marcel, do you prefer working in the office or at home? Ha! Both. Focusing at home, uh, office for socializing, face-to-face -face interviews and important meetings, workshop and training. Exactly the same here, so both. What's the title of your memoir about being a recruiter? Love to get to know new people. Ooh, nice. People first. Um, as much as I believe technology will be our future, there are always going to be people involved. Most used words or sentences in your profession. Give one, two or three examples. Marcel, you go first. Why do you want to join TDW? I'm happy to offer you the position. And last but not least, you are on mute online interviews during COVID. <laughs> I could add on very warm welcome at TGW. We're happy that uh, we get the chance to know you. Um, and probably, yeah, it was very nice talking to you. I will contact you within the next five days. <laughs> I think I heard one <laughs> or two of these sentences when I applied for working at TGW. And how do you want to say bye-bye to our listeners? I would say thank you for listening. Uh, I hope this gave some insight to what we're actually doing day to day. Thanks for listening. And I hope we could excite you for TGW and you will get in contact with one of us the next days or weeks. <laughs> Always recruiting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very good. Thank you both so much. As I said in the beginning, I really felt comfortable doing this experiment and trying new things. So we're growing here too and learning something. So I really appreciate you two doing that with me and being here and being super easy going about it. I learned today that as a recruiter, you really have a lot more things to do than I realized and that it's a really diverse job. It seems much fun if you enjoy meeting new people and you get the chance to meet so many people and from all sorts of life or from all different backgrounds. I especially enjoyed hearing how much you enjoy your job and At least for me, I could really tell that you both love your job. And it was so nice that you shared how you experience your job every day. If you're still here, dear listener, thank you for listening to the first episode of the Mindtastic podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And until next time. 
This podcast is produced by Mantastic. As the Global Learning and Development Department at TGW Logistics Group, we care about making learning an experience. If you found this episode valuable, share it with colleagues and friends and give us a review. We'd love to hear feedback. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on further episodes. To connect with us, drop us a message at mindtastic at tgw-group.com. You can also check out our show notes for more information. Tina, any last words? Until next time, keep learning and growing. Stop recording? Can we stop recording? Yes. Uh, I'm going to clap so you know when to stop recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a joke, but I'm clapping anyway. Okay, I'm stopping now.